It's getting me tired watching that. All right, everyone, welcome to Phys Ed for Caregivers. All right, today we want to talk about why is it that you're not getting to your fitness goals? Why is it that you're not continuously exercising on a regular basis? So we kind of wanted to find out what was going on with everyone there, so we asked you a lot of questions. On the top reasons I came back, lack of energy, hectic lifestyle, not motivated, medical or an orthopedic constraint. Before we get into that, let's talk about how life right now is going to get better for you, starting right now. Everyone can include proper fitness into their lifestyle despite any constraint. It doesn't matter what your energy level is. It doesn't matter how low you think that you've, you've become. You can pick it up, and you're going to pick it up with a step-by-step -step process. Remember, there's an expression, before you learn how to run, you have to learn how to walk. Well, the same with fitness. You need to learn how to make it part of your lifestyle. And there is a process, and I'm here to help you, and so is caregivers, to educate you and get anyone feeling better. Because the better you feel, the better your loved ones are going to feel, the more productive you're going to be, and anything that you want to do, you can achieve. If you have a plan, you need to have a game plan. And we're going to give you that game plan step by step. And don't forget, everyone can call in with their questions and the number on the screen. And please, don't hesitate, especially you guys out there. I know it's not easy for you to pick up the phone sometimes, but I want a lot more male interaction if we can. The gals are great. They're the innovators of the world. We want the men out there to say, you know what, I need some help too. And I want you to feel comfortable and warm that I'm going to address you in a very positive way, which I will. All right, lack of energy. Number one reason, well, let's take a look at your day. Let's dissect your day. You get up in the morning, you tend to your loved one, then do you eat breakfast? What is it? What you need to do is you need to sit and write down what are your daily habits. I hear this all the time. Oh, I'm so stressed. Oh, Ed, I'm so stressed out. If I hear that one more time, yeah, you are stressed out, and it's okay to be stressed, but unless you remove yourself from the environment in which you live in on a day-to-day -day basis, you're not going to lower your stress. So you need to work around that everyday environment so that you can lower your stress. I don't think you're going to be moving anytime soon. And remember, the, num the most important person to take care of in your life right now is actually you. Because that person feeding off of you. They're feeding off of your body language, your energy level, or lack of. Sure, you're a little bit down. Sure, you're a little bit depressed. But you know what? The mindset is critical, and you want to get yourself in a positive mindset. And I have to tell you, working out properly is the most powerful prescription drug in the world with no side effects, my folks, no side effects. So what do you do? You come home, your lack of energy. Another thing that I read about the caregivers out there is that you come home and all you want to do is just go right to bed or take a shower. Well, you know what? The reason why you're doing that is because physically your body is sending you a message. It's sending you actually a red flag that's saying, hey, Bob, Susan, move. But even the thought of moving when you come home because you're so tired, you're not physically tired. You're mentally tired. So you're mentally challenging yourself all day. And the reason why you're tired is because your body has atrophied. Your body isn't moving. You need to move a little bit. So. Instead of going out there and starting this all big fitness regimen, what to do, this and that, have a game plan. So the first thing you want to do is figure out, where should I be doing this workout? Should it be at home? You may have space. You may not have that much space, but you don't need a lot of space. Or should you join a health club? Do you want to be more social? 
The other thing is, is getting yourself to a point of achieving your goals. In other words, if you want to lose weight, you better have the right game plan for that weight loss program. Or is it that you need to add muscle or balance or strength or deal with a bad back, a bad knee, a bad any medical or orthopedic constraint. Another reason why people and caregivers are not exercising today is that they either have a back issue, they've had surgery on their knee or their back or their hip. You got to remember one thing. The person that you're taking care of is looking to you for strength. Once your strength and energy level goes down south, faster will theirs go as well. So you need to do everything to protect. You're the quarterback. You have to protect yourself. What are you doing to protect yourself? The biggest thing you can do is start a formal fitness program. And if you need to ease into it, it's okay. Something is better than nothing. And by the way, the trait, it's a learned trait. Just like it took many years to get out of the trait of exercising and becoming, for lack of a better word, not lazy, not moving, it takes a while to develop good traits. So you didn't all of a sudden just wake up one day and say, I'm not gonna be moving. After a month or so, you get tired, you can't get, you get more tired, you don't wanna do something. Come on guys, what I need you to do is every day wake up and do one thing positive for yourself from a physicality perspective. All you have to do is keep that in mind. You're doing something every day for your loved one, but what are you doing for yourself to give you the insurance? It's your insurance policy. I always tell people that. Your insurance policy is your fitness program because it's always gonna give you back a great return of, of time and money. Not motivated. Well, that ties into laziness. That ties into depression. That ties into not having enough time in your mind because you're not organized. You, anyone can exercise for 5, 10, 15 minutes at a time. For instance, let's say that you're taking care of a loved one and he or she is dozing off for napping or you're watching TV together. Well, you know what would be a fun thing to do on every commercial? Get up and stretch or get up and do a particular exercise. And that way you're starting to get your body used to moving. So your body's not used to moving other than the physicality of maybe manipulating that loved one. And maybe you're not even in a position where you want to even do more. So that physicality has a lot to do with it because the person is going to be leaning on you. Oh, can you move me? And you're like, oh, I have to get up and I have to do that. No, rather than sure, no problem because you're fit, you're strong. You're strong in mind and you're strong in body. Self-employment with a wacky schedule, another top reason why caregivers are not exercising. Okay, you're self-employed. Self-employed, the good thing about being self-employed is that you control what you want to do that day. In other words, you make your own schedule. So if you have the ability to make your own schedule, you need to put it in red. Okay, Monday from 9 to 9.30, I'm going to work out and you know that you don't have a boss that you have to ask because you're self-employed. So the fact that you're self-employed is even more of a reason that you should be exercising because you at least have the autonomy to change that if something comes up at 9.30, you now can switch that to maybe 2.30 or 4.30. But you need to have a game plan where you're gonna do it, when are you going to do it? So being self-employed is actually an advantage of being able to fit proper fitness and sensible eating into your hectic lifestyle. Another big reason is you're hearing your hubby's pain, whether it be your wife, whether it be your husband, whether it be your mom, your brother, your sister, you're hearing their pain. That's okay. 
Well, you're certainly not going to get together with that person after he or she is complaining that they want attention or they need to be physically comforted. You make that happen, and then you can go back and resume to doing what you were doing. So you're not going to be standing there the whole time. If it's a real big medical issue, then you're going to get the proper doctor care. But hearing their pain, that is a positive thing because you are upbeat. You have energy. You want to go and make them comfortable. And if they see that you have energy and they see that you're not as affected, see, it's not just about being fit. Physically, it's about being mentally fit because the more physically fit you are, the more mentally fit you're going to be and things are going to bounce off you more rather than you absorbing. And see, the more you're down, the more you're unfit. Your body absorbs all these bad energies. But if you're fit, your body's going to absorb it, but you're going to have an extra layer of skin where it's not going to get through. So that's important for all you caregivers out there. Not enough sleep. Well, that's a big one. Here's what happens when you don't get enough sleep. When you don't have enough sleep, you wake up cranky. Then you don't have energy. And the very thought of exercising is forget it. You're not going to be able to do it. That is a very valid reason why someone is not working out on a regular basis. So what do you need to do to sleep better? Well, believe it or not, you're in a catch-22. By exercising, you're going to have a better sleep because you're dealing with your stress. And you're able to, your body will shut down rather than your mind wandering, mind, and you're flipping around the TV at 2, 3, 4 in the morning. You're not going to be able to do that if you're exercising because your body and your mind are going to say, you know what, it's time for us to shut down now, Edward. It's time for us to rest so that you have that energy in the morning. Eating a good breakfast, maybe not necessarily as soon as you wake up, of course, listen to your body clock, but don't skip breakfast. All the evidence suggests that people that skip breakfasts are the most overweight in the world today. So force yourself to eat something, even if you're not that hungry, a piece of fruit, a banana, a yogurt, something with fiber in it. Get used to your body exercising and eating on a regular basis. And the other thing is, is that reach out to other people around you. In other words, if you have another family member that you can count on to come over and watch your loved one so that it's almost like they're babysitting so that you're able to utilize that one hour of time to devote to yourself so that you can better yourself. As if you were babysitting, if you were going out to dinner and you had a babysit come over for your own children, that you want to give me time. So you need to be not selfish, but you need to be a little more self-centered and understand that by being more self-centered and taking better care of yourself, you're going to be able to do more for your loved one on not just on a regular basis, but you're going to be able to do it in such a manner that that energy is going to come off to that loved one and everyone's going to be happier. Another reason why people aren't exercising, they're coming home, they're depressed. Well, lack of sleep has a lot to do with why we're depressed. Because when you're tired, the last thing you want to do is think about moving. And that's a normal feeling. So you want to protect your sleep. It is the most important thing other than eating properly to ensure that you're going to have the energy to be exercising on a regular basis. That sleep is critical. And without sleeping aids too, if you can. By exercising, that's going to be your natural remedy to getting a good night's sleep because your body's going to say, you know what? You have mentally fatigued, mentally challenged yourself today. You have physically challenged yourself today. You are ready now 
to lie down and rest. And when you wake up, you may not have the greatest amount of energy, but as the day goes on, because you got that six, seven, eight hours of sleep, instead of two or three and interrupted hours, you're going to be able to function on a regular basis. And you're going to have less depression, believe me. Back surgeries, back issues, knee issues, hip flexor, hip replacement. Okay, those are reasons to be exercising, aside from your physical therapy. If you're past your physical therapy, we call that next mode or that next phase exercise therapy, meaning that you're exercising your full body, but you're giving special attention to that hip or to that back. So what happens a lot of time when people come out of surgery, either a bad knee or a bad back or any aspect on their body, once they stop that physical therapy, then they're like, okay, I'm healed, I'm done. No, and that's what happens, and then the weight pours on, especially if it's a lower body extremity injury. You gotta get that weight off of you, and you gotta be able to get that, because your diet's not gonna be great while you're recovering, because if you had that great motivation to begin with, you wouldn't have gained that 30, 40, or 50 pounds. So you have to accept that. So the only way to get weight off your body is to embrace the fact that regular fitness and sensible eating has to be included in your daily lifestyle. Otherwise, anyone can lose weight short term. Very few people can keep it off. So you have to embrace that. Also, the physical therapy aspect into the exercise therapy is going to not only prevent you or get you to lose some weight, it's also going to really strengthen your body. Your, that injury is not 100% after the physical therapy is done. The purpose of physical therapy is to get you strong enough to be exercising. A lot of people don't realize that. Yes, you want to be functional, but that's the real purpose of physical therapy. How do I get my body to a point where I can where I can go back to what I was doing or even better? A lot of people get surgeries because they're not active enough or their quality of life is going to be better. Well, part of that quality of life is the ability to bend down, the ability to garden, the ability to take out your own garbage, the ability to move your loved one whenever he or she needs to be moved, the ability to take that person out for a walk. Wouldn't that be great? So it's all interrelated. It's all intertwined with being fit. So that's important. Now, lastly, what I'd like to discuss is that stress eating. Well, you know what? Stress eating is fine as long as you are picking a snack that's not laden with fat, not laden with calories. And the best thing is fruit at night, popcorn with just a little salt if your doctor allows that without the butter, and drinking water or iced tea or watering down any kind of fruit drinks because they have a, they're high, highly laden with calories. If your body says eat, you're going to eat. The good thing about exercise is that if you're exercising on a regular basis and doing it properly, your, your appetite slowly suppresses. A lot of people think, oh my God, I'm, I'm working out now so it allows me the liberty to eat more. No. If you're doing the right type of exercise, i.e. aerobic exercise, is better for suppressing your appetite than weightlifting, which it is, because your body does not require as much fuel to do aerobic exercise as it does weightlifting. That's a wonderful aid to suppress your appetite. And Rome isn't built in a day. If you're eating dessert seven days a week, you don't need to say, all right, no more desserts. You're not going to do it. You're going to do it for a week or two, and then you're slowly going to go back and cheat and take the cookies and the brownies or whatever you're eating. 
I'd rather you eat the dessert, but the amount of dessert, two cookies is not going to get you fat. But two cookies plus four cookies plus not doing anything all week and then week after week, month after month, it adds up. That's why you're gaining weight. So remember, you didn't gain 50 pounds in a month. So slow by slow and making small lifestyle changes and making fitness part of your life is probably the best thing that you can do to looking and feeling your best. Stay tuned for our next Phys Ed with Caregivers because we're going to get into the actual building of a fitness program. Now we've done the constraints, but we're going to be doing lots of things that are coming up with actually putting it all into action. And from time to time, people don't realize, hey, you know what? I don't know if I can do this, Ed. I don't know if my back is good enough or if my neck is good enough. But can you help me? I get lots of questions on a weekly basis, either through our email or the caregiver's space. I think it's very important. Throw your questions towards me. Educate yourself as much as you can. And remember, fitness has many components. It's not just about sitting on a bike or walking on a treadmill or doing a sit-up or lifting a weight. It's all having everything combined. Are we going to be doing a question? I think we're going to be doing a question. We have a question coming in right now. Well, we'll wait for that person. I know they're on the phone right now. Let's get the lines clear so that we can have that person come in with a good question, and then we can educate everyone that's watching what you can do. Is that it? We got it? Great. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hi. Um, I'm, my name is Sarah. Okay, Sarah. And I live in Manhattan. And I am self-employed. And because I'm pretty much working on demand uh, for my husband, it's, it's very hard to get everything done. I'm an artist. And it just seems as though I'm sitting at the computer taking care of him and there's no time for anything else because everybody just feels that, well, you've got a computer, you should be able to do anything and I can, I can just work all day long. I don't have any time. Do you, let me ask you a question, Sarah. Do you, do you have a, a small apartment? You have a large apartment? What's your, what's your space constraints, if any? We have a, a two-bedroom apartment. Um, it's very cluttered. Uh, I'd have to move some things around to, to clear some space. Okay. All right. Well, the first thing you want to do is that the fact that you have a computer has nothing to do with exercise unless you're going to pop in a DVD, which would be helpful. Well, we already know one thing. You don't have a space constraint, but you don't really need a lot of space. Uh, are you overweight, underweight? Uh, tell me a little bit about your body. Um, I'm hippie. Um, I'm a little overweight. And um, going through the time of life where all of a sudden I have a belly when I never had a belly Okay, before. so you have a little muffin top now. Yeah. Okay, so that muffin top is due to many reasons. I mean, your, your age, number one, your metabolism slowing down perhaps going through menopause, but I've never met a person who does cardio fitness 
and who has a good diet and good core exercises that has not tremendously improved the way their stomach looks. So the good thing is it can be fixed. You need, it seems to me that you're very unorganized. We already know you're unorganized because you said that you have this two bedroom apartment, but yet it's cluttered. So the first thing you want to do is create some space where it now becomes Sarah's space and get yourself a very inexpensive uh, recumbent stationary bike. And a recumbent stationary bike is one that you sit on like so, like I'm sitting up right now, yeah. and you're able to move your legs, which supports your back and your knees and your hip. And it takes up very little floor space, about four feet long by two feet wide, and they're relatively inexpensive. And then a little firm exercise mat and some dumbbells, and you're good to go. The rest is education of knowing what to do. And I think by exercising every day, starting out your day, what time do you get up in the morning to tend to your husband? I'm up several times during the night with him for medication. Okay. And then I guess the day actually starts about 9 o'clock. Well, when is your energy level the highest, Sarah? Is it when you first wake up? Is it in the afternoon or the it's, evening? It's in the evening. Okay, so that's when you're going to exercise. Because you're not going to force your Everyone's body has a clock. And when you're tired, you're not going to feel like exercising. So in the evening, when you're on that computer, you're going to substitute now 45 minutes to an hour of computer time now for Sarah time, Sarah's exercise regimen. And now, once you start getting in the habit of that, and that's why I want you on that recumbent bike, because it's almost like you feel like you're cheating because you're already sitting down. Well, what, what do I do if I, I can't get the recumbent bike? I mean... Until I can afford it. And a peddler is something that you can get. It's, it's very affordable, anywhere from 11 to $19 yeah. at any Walmart store. And what it is, it's a metal object that you put down below your feet, and it's got pedals in it. And you can either do it with your arms, put it on the table, and do upper body work with it, or you can put it below and put your feet in the pedals, and you can pedal. And... Of course, yes. And right away, when you're beginning, that's a great question, by the way, is that you want the resistance to be lower because you don't want your heart rate to shoot up so quickly. Because for an inactive person, even though the exercise, in theory and on paper, is aerobic exercise, your heart and body may react anaerobically, meaning that your heart rate keeps going up and up and up and you need to take a break. And that's really the difference between aerobic and anaerobic. Aerobic is exercise that you can do on a continuous basis. Anaerobic exercise, such as a weightlifting move or a push-up, means your heart rate keeps going up, but you need to stop. Therefore, there's a break. So there, you have many options. I think your biggest issue is organizing yourself. Take a couple of days and start organizing the room of where you can do some stretches, where you can maybe get that peddler before you, get, before you can afford that recumbent bike start doing that and the other thing is is that if you feel that you're not able to do this alone invite a friend over to even if they're just keeping you company you could be watching tv while you're doing that peddling you could be carrying on a conversation mm -hmm. anything that you can do in the beginning to go to the next level there's an expression that we have for someone like you and that is we have to get you in shape to get you in shape so i'll end caregivers and phys ed with that today, and I want to thank everyone for joining us and can't wait to see you very soon. Thank you very much. Ed. Sure, Sarah, and good luck. Thank you.